If you're an attorney that struggles with getting home in time for dinner or taking a vacation without your cell phone and your laptop attached to your hip, or maybe you just can't figure out why you don't make more money based on your education level and the service that you give to your clients. Maybe you're an attorney who wonders, why can't my law firm operate without my constant presence? Or finally, maybe you're thinking to yourself, I wonder if I can ever retire from my firm. Maybe I'm going to have to work right to my dying day, like so many other attorneys before me have done. Well, hi, my name is Richard James, and I created EA Nation so that you could learn how to build a law firm that supports your lifestyle as compared to undermining your lifestyle. EA Nation stands for Entrepreneurial Attorney Nation, and we join together with other like-minded entrepreneurial attorneys to unpack the secrets to how to do just that. And I want to help you build your law firm better one system at a time. So without further ado, let's get started with this next episode. So uh, without further ado, today we're going to be talking about one of the oil wells that you need to be building. So today uh, at EA Nation, really this idea of uh, one of the things that you need to make sure that you have as the owner of a small law firm is uh, or are uh, at least two, if not three, good quality oil wells. Uh, so um, the worst number in business is one. And when you're developing, what I mean by an oil well is a, um, is a system or a marketing system or advertising system that generates leads to your firm with regularity. And in, in the ideal system is you can throttle the leads up or you can throttle the leads back. Um, and the system we're about to talk about is once it gets rolling, um, it's really, it just kind of sort of works. And, and what we're going to talk about today is, is this idea dead? Is, is, this, is this system something that doesn't work any longer? Because a lot of people believe that to be true. And, and I don't believe that to be true. And I think our in-house expert is going to tell you today uh, the same thing. So today we're going to be talking about SEO. So SEO is, is creating an online oil well, primarily driving traffic to your uh, online website, and then converting traffic from your website uh, to become a lead inside of your firm. Uh, and so uh, they're oftentimes the best leads from your organic SEO uh, because they came right from search or they came from a referral that somebody said to look you up. Um, and you wanna make sure that you're able to be found. And I think there's some truths and some myths that you need to know about. So I've invited a, a good friend uh, and our in-house SEO expert, uh, Darren. Darren, are you with us? Can you? I am. Yep. Okay, cool. Darren Swain is with us. We've spotlighted him. Uh, he's from Advantage Attorney. Darren, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and about your company, your background, what makes you an expert in this field? Uh, well, uh, my name is Darren Swain. I've been doing digital market se marketing since the 90s. Uh, I grew up in a family of attorneys. Uh, you know, I, I know personally the struggles that small law firms go through. Um, saw it with my dad, uh, saw it with my grandfather. Uh, you know, it, I know how challenging it really, it really can be for attorneys. And that was back in the day before you could do any real marketing, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so now, now there's all sorts of different options for you. Um, 
I went to business school, earned my MBA, spent a little time in law school, and my dad talked me out of being becoming an attorney. So uh, I ended up putting my skills to work in marketing in, instead, and uh, specifically digital marketing. So we've we've built up uh, the agency. We started in a law firm, mainly it did bankruptcy type stuff and uh, bankruptcy family law, that kind of thing. Uh, pretty soon we had other firms asking us what we were doing. And uh, next thing I knew it, I was doing marketing for a living. So that's kind of how we, that's how we got started. Uh, it's uh, funny how that works, training. right? It is, it is. Success breeds success. So right. uh, yeah, that's great. So, okay. So you got, you've got real life experience, uh, boots on the ground of what, what a law firm needs. And you've now, you've witnessed all the changes, right? So the SEO changes of the old wild, wild west when it first got started and everybody gaming the systems to make it work to, to now uh, everybody's still trying to figure out how to game the systems, but Google making it infinitely harder uh, and and uh, there's more competition out there. Is that a fair statement? That's very fair. Yeah, it's, it's definitely harder to game the system now. It's still possible to some degree. But, uh, you know, every time somebody figures out how to beat the system, Google figures out how to beat them. So uh, it's really just best to stick with best practices and do the right things. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, as it over, we're, I know we're going to get into the details of this, but as an overriding general theme, um, if you were to stick to best practices with SEO, uh, even if you're starting from scratch, uh, is it fair to say that? over time we would gain traction and gain positioning in the marketplace so that we'll start to get a share of that traffic and the leads coming our way? Yes. Uh, if you do the right things, it, it's it's really a matter of math. It's a science. And if you do the right things, one plus one equals two every time. And and you can build, uh, you know, a really big um following or traffic uh, on the internet just by doing the right things. It does take time. It doesn't happen overnight, just like starting your practice or a referral business or something. It, it just takes time. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is the opposite of pay-per-click, um, but, but it, but it's, but it's more robust. I, I, one of the things I hear a lot of people say, I'll talk to them about, you know, they'll come to me with their challenges with their website and I'll talk to them about, well, you know, what is your investment? And, with your current company and they'll they'll tell me a number and I'll say well so what are they doing for you and they'll you know they'll tell me that you know really the the company is managing their SEO but they put an awful lot of emphasis on Google pay-per-click and it seems like a, a number of the vendors that are out there in and outside of the legal field for online marketing um, have have somewhat abandoned the traditions of SEO for the speed and the results of pay-per-click. Do you think that's a fair statement? That is a fair statement. It's also cheaper and easier for them to do, and it requires less technical skill. So especially now, um, pay-per-click is getting more and more automated and, and you're, having few, you're having fewer choices and decisions to make and less optimizations to do with pay-per-click. Um, and so it's, it's just easier to do. They can hire a college kid, uh, high school kid, whatever, to do pay-per-click and manage your campaigns. And it's okay. You know, it'll be, it'll turn out all right. Uh, SEO is not, not like that. But the difference is SEO will last for months or years. Once you get established, it just keeps rolling. 
and uh, pay-per-click as soon as you stop pay-per-click it's done it's over yeah so that's the interesting thing you know um with SEO, the negative is it takes a while to get it rocking and rolling. But the positive is that once you get it rocking and rolling, it stays rocking and rolling, right? That's um, right. So, so it just keeps on going. I mean, it takes an awful lot uh, to, to kill a really well-built website and actually have it disappear. It usually is not the case. So, so let's break into it. I, I want to go into the nitty gritty because... Um, I, I really want to let people understand a little bit more about the truth behind this. Why don't you go ahead and share your screen while you're doing that uh, for everybody on the call. If you're just showing up, we, we are on talking about building this oil well we call SEO, which is a version of digital or online marketing. And remember, when we talk about things, we're talking about uh, from a marketing perspective around here at EA Nation, we believe that message media market match right so it's the it's the marketing triangle we want the we want the right market meaning we want the right traffic coming in we want them to see the right message and we want it done using the appropriate media and when you get that right and you match that triangle up you're going to get the right lead coming in the door more qualified lead which will allow you to convert better through the perfect client life cycle of setting an appointment, getting them the show, getting them to retain the firm at the highest possible dollar amount and getting them to pay in full, which is our obvious uh, best Nirvana-like situation. So when we start talking about SEO, um, what, we, what we really wanna talk about is this idea that uh, where do we start? So Google My Business. Now that brings me to a great point, everybody. Some of you are gonna say, well, Rich, you don't, you don't seem to understand, you know, um, uh, Darren just said bankruptcy, uh, and, or family law, but, but, but I only do, um, you know, high level sex offenders. So I don't think this is going to work for me or, uh, you know, uh, I, I do mainly business with business to business, uh, cannabis stores. And so this is a little different for me, or, uh, you know, I do, I do uh, landlord tenant law. And uh, I've got, you know, this is just not going to, just just not going to make sense for my business. Um, I think it's really important to come at this with a can-do mindset. SEO works for just about every, even us. Like, you know, Darren can tell you. I don't know, Darren. Maybe you know. Like, we our traffic has gone from wherever it was to a multiple of that in the last couple of years since you guys have been managing our SEO. I, I want to say it's almost a 400% increase in unique traffic that we're visiting to our site. And you know we sell to attorneys, right? So our market is business to business lawyers. And lawyers, to be honest, they don't do an awful lot of searching online. Uh, there's an awful lot of searching online done for lawyers, but lawyers themselves don't do a lot of searching online for the categories that, that we want to master in. And so to, to be able to make that happen, just goes to show you that my business isn't different from you. So, so we, you don't have to answer me, Darren, you don't have to say it with me, just but follow along, counselor, raise your right hand. Your mics are off, but I know you believe in me and I want to believe in you. If you're new around here, you're not, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to ask you to drink any Kool-Aid, but raise your right hand, repeat after me. My business is not different from yours. Okay. So that's the oath we're taking. We're going to come from this position of how can we make this work for your business? Don't blank out. I mean, when you hear something that you think uh, your vendor that you're currently using is telling you isn't true, I'm telling you what we're about to tell you is the truth. So Darren, talking about Google My Business, let's tell everybody what Google My Business is, maybe even tell them what it used to be so we can get clarity on that. 
Sure. Um, it's gone through many iterations. Um, and, it, you know, years ago, it started as, uh, I think it was Google Live, and then it went to Google Plus, uh, and it was Google Plus. Basically, what what they were trying to do at one point, Google was trying to do at one point, was to create kind of a social media platform for themselves. It didn't work. It failed miserably. So they they shifted into just focusing on businesses and listings and getting found. And because they control basically 95% of the search market, um, they came up with the three pack, uh, which is the, the local three pack. It shows up in the listings. Um, that's all part of Google My Business, and they also control about 90% of the map searches. So it's also integrated with Google Maps, Google Places, and all that kind of stuff. And it all it all stems off from the your Google My Business listing. Yeah. Um, so it's this, right? So oh, you might be able to see it. No, not gonna see it. No, not enough contrast. All right. Anyway, if you were looking at my phone, you type in bankruptcy attorney near me by the way rashad blossom and offices of jack lesman you're you're like one two and one or three right so uh you're in the three pack you're literally on the first page of google you're both uh client members of ours i don't know if they're clients of darren they're not uh, if they are it's a good shout out but uh i didn't know that was going to happen i just googled it figured i'd see what came up but that's what that's what we're talking about here, right? We're we're talking about the ability when people Google from their mobile phone, which happens, I don't know, eighty plus percent of the time, um, they they can now see your phone, your firm pop up first, and it has just a tremendous amount of credibility. And assuming it has the right reviews and and it looks credible, uh, they'll click the button to call, and they'll just pick up your office, pick up the phone, and call you, or they'll go to your website that's linked to Google My Business and they'll they'll become a lead. So let's talk about how this works, Darren. Why don't you walk us through it? Okay. Well, um, you know, essentially what you're going to do is, and my, it's not advancing here. There we go. So there's four basic steps to setting up um, your, your GMB listing. It goes well beyond just adding your name, phone number, address uh, into the Google My Bus Business setup. So that's kind of step one, optimize your Google My Business profile, build your Google My Business profile. Uh, step two is you have to uh, build local listings and the local listings uh, are, what, um, are what gives your, your GMB profile authority. That's what's going to, to push it up in Google's eyes and and make Google recognize that as uh, as a, 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 you as an authority uh, in Google My Business and also for your website. Um, you need to create social profiles because that is again another way to tell Google who you are, where you are, what you do, and that you're an authority in that area. Um, and then finally, you need to make sure that your your website is optimized. Uh, for local search. It's, it goes well beyond just optimizing for keywords anymore. You have to make sure that it's optimized for local search. Yeah, so so to pause right there, so um, optimizing GMB profile, you know, most people can get that done. Um, some people ask me, hey, you know, and by the way, um, folks, if you've got questions, 
uh, go ahead and type it into the question in the chat. You can do that uh, anywhere along the way. Uh, we'll deal with any major questions that we have that we didn't address at the end. But if you have a question regarding this, please, please ask. But, uh, you know, some people oftentimes ask me, well, Darren, when I'm setting up, or sorry, Rich, when I'm setting up the um, GMB profile, is it important to get, you know, the video done or the images done by a Google certified photographer or videographer? Is that, is that important anymore, you think? No, it's not. Um, there's all, uh, Google has made it so that uh, the regular person can set this up fairly easily. In fact, the way that the GMB profiles work is it's a public profile. So anybody can go in there and suggest edits to your profile. Mm -hmm. um, any customer that you have can add pictures to your profile. Uh, you know, so that's one reason why you need to monitor your profile as well, because if you don't respond to those changes, then those changes can be adopted and put into your profile when you don't want them to. So your competitors, an unscrupulous one could in theory, go in there and mark your business as moved or closed. And if you don't respond to that, then that can cause you, that can cause you a problem. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's really I, I was at a restaurant once I was going to a restaurant once and it was marked. Uh, that it was closed and I called them because I didn't think they were and they weren't closed and I said I go man that's weird your thing says you're closed he goes oh yep that's competition I go what I didn't I didn't know what they were talking about like you can suggest and edit that their hours should change and if they don't respond to it it'll Google actually change your hours to reflect the change that's right uh, yeah so do uh, you think competitors would do that? And all attorneys are of the highest level of integrity, right? They never do that kind of thing. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard this story, it's worth telling. Google, my business was called back in the day, Google Maps or Google Local. And as Darren was talking about, and when I built the firm in Phoenix, um, if uh, the, the old firm that the partnership broke up from and the firm that I had created with this attorney, uh, they, they somehow Google had linked our profile and their profile in, in the back. And whether, if I went in and made a change, it showed our phone number. If he went in and made a change, it showed his phone number. And both of us had figured this out. And Google, in the early days, Google was bringing us twelve to $15,000 in gross sales every single month through just Google My Business alone. And, and like I would literally get up, set my alarm at 2 o'clock in the morning to go in and change the phone number. And then I would get up in the morning at 7 o'clock and I would see that they had gotten up before me and changed it back. And then I would go and change it again. And until finally, you know, Google... I mean, would we, after months of begging Google to just straighten this out, they unlinked the account. So we both had our own listing. But um, yeah, your competitors are watching. They do know what's going on. And if they understood how to game the system, I don't want to suggest that they would, but I'm suggesting that they might. So you got to pay attention. That next one is create the local listings. That's not like, is that something everybody can do on their own? Or you really need to have some help with that, right? Well, you could theoretically do it on your own, but it's not, it's not really practical. Um, you know, we have, we have a department of four guys that that's all they do is create local listings all day long. 
Um, and this is like citations. That's the other word for it. Citations, right? directories, local listings. That's it goes by a lot of names, but it's it's all the same. It's all the same thing. And uh, and the truth about this is like you really need to have this right. I mean, like if it's street, it can't be S T R E E T. It needs to be S T period. Like it has to ah, match whatever is on your site, correct? You're getting into one of the myths now. <laughs> rich okay got um, it so okay good so so let's not touch that let's put that in the parking okay. lot let's come back to that later okay great so social profiles even if you're not a facebooker you still got to have it because google wants to see it um and on page optimization making sure your website is done correctly that needs to be done by an expert let, let me let you keep going because i don't want to break into the myths on you okay all right so when it comes to optimizing your gmb profile uh, step one, and most people don't have a problem with this, but it does happen. Check for duplicate profiles. You make sure that that you haven't, uh, you know, sometimes you, one, one time that this happens a lot is uh, when you move. It's a big mistake when you move locations to create another listing for it. If you create another listing for the new location, you lose all of your all your reviews, all of your citations, all of that stuff, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And there's no way to move that to the new listing. Mm -hmm. uh, so when we the way that we fix that is by merging or deleting the other location and then changing the address on the first location, on the original location. Nice. So uh, it is something that you that you do want to check for, especially if you're moving. Um, you want to ensure that your that your profile is complete. Uh, you know, some of this stuff is pretty basic, making sure the names in there, address, phone number, your tracking. Uh, it should be a tracking phone number in there, um, but also your original phone number. So the actual phone number for the location should be set as a secondary number. And your tracking number as a primary number. And mm -hmm. as long as you have both the numbers in there or any number that you've gone by in the past in there, then you don't create a, what's called a NAP issue with Google. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll get into that because that's another kind of myth thing myth, later on. It. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, make sure your website URL is in there with a tracking code on it, a UTM code. Make sure your services are fully set up because again, if you don't if you don't tell Google on that listing what your services are, uh, and and by that I don't mean I practice law. I mean I do wills. I you know I I create wills. I create trusts. Um, I create advanced healthcare directives. You need, really need to break it down um, in into those minute kind of. Um, sub practice areas so if they uh, have multiple practice areas right how do can they use one gmb account and have multiple practice areas so that you know if they're a big enough firm and they've got enough reviews or whatever that they can actually have they could you know gmb rank in the top three let's say they're a family law firm and a criminal firm and uh they they want you know to make sure that somebody googles criminal firm in phoenix or family law in phoenix that their firm shows up in the three pack and they still use the same primary listing and just list their uh, uh, categories here? Well, services and categories are two different things, but you do wanna do the two, you do wanna do both. You wanna make sure that you've listed your categories um, and all the relevant categories that go with it. Uh, a mistake is say, if you're, um, you know, maybe you have three or four different practice areas that you do and you only put law firm in there as your only category. Well, then that's the only category you're going to show up for. 
Hmm. Um, and, and, you know, somebody searching for estate planning attorneys, uh, you may not show up there because you haven't indicated that that's one of the categories that you have. So uh... you need both categories and you need services set up. So you need to, you need to delineate them in both locations. And I have a complete list of, of categories. Anybody that's interested in that can, can just reach out to me and I'll send you a list of categories and what you should use for your particular practice areas. Charles had a question. He said, Hey, you know, I made a GMB account for each of his offices because he has multiple locations. So not, not only multiple practice areas, but multiple locations. And he made one for each of them. Would you have, is that the preferred method? And he did it because he wanted to get Google maps at each location, or could you have, or could he have accomplished that same goal with putting multiple addresses is in one GMB account? No, because it's it's Google's getting more and more localized, even with organic search. So um, you want to have for each each physical location that you have, you want to you want to set up uh, a, a separate GMB location for it for sure. Okay, cool, yeah. great. You and, did the right thing, Charles. Nice yep. way to go. All Charles. right, next. Okay, so. Um, a couple couple little tricks here business hours if you have if you're answering your phones 24 7 um you know if you have lex or if you're using our service most people don't know we have a service like that but we do uh had to pitch it um so it's 24 <laughs> 7 answering um it, it, you know you want to indicate that in google that you're open 24 hours um, the reason for that is, is that you get preferential treatment after hours in the GMB listing if you're open. So, uh, you know, cause they want to send you to a business that's open, right? In the searches. So if you close at five and it's now eight o'clock at night and you're not 24 hours, but you have three other people who are 24 hours, they may actually outrank you at night. Hmm. So, uh, even if you're number one during the day. So that's uh, that's something in there to consider. Uh, making sure that you have your logos uh, uploaded and your other images. And when you do your images, you don't need to have a professional photographer do these images. Take them on your iPhone, your your Android, whatever it is. Just make sure that you have the geolocation turned on when you're taking your pictures. Um, what it does is it embeds in their metadata with the uh, with the exact uh, coordinates of the location, and Google will actually index those coordinates in the metadata, and that helps you build relevance in your local searches. Hmm. So that's a uh, that's a little trick in there. Um, Great tip. Uh, yeah, appropriate tags and categories and stuff like that. Those are also things um, things that you should. Uh, um, Make sure that you list all your categories out um, and service areas. This is a big mistake that a lot of people make because they don't really understand how the service area works in in uh, GMB. Service areas are for businesses that do not have a, a walk-in business hmm. where they're coming to you, um, say plumbers, uh, electricians, um, stuff like that, where they're delivering the service to you that's what the service area is for. You want to so say unless you have that limited service area, Jimmy John's, uh, and you can't get a sandwich delivered because you live a quarter mile outside of their circle. That's right. me, by the way. Right. Can't get a Jimmy John's me sandwich. Me too, and it really irritates me. Yeah. Well, probably better for my waistline. But anyway, <laughs> I can't get a Jimmy John's sandwich even when I want it. 
Um, so if you remember the old Jimmy John commercial, they, they had a Jimmy John commercial that the Jimmy John delivery guy actually got there faster than the fireman. And he kept bringing buckets of water to help put out the fire before the fireman could get there. So <laughs> if I've got a fire at my house, I better off calling 911 than I am calling Jimmy John's because they, they're outside of my service area. Anyway, the point is, uh, they would identify that on Google, whereas uh, a law firm, uh, is that's not appropriate. It's going to, it's going to hurt you rather than help you. Right. It fences you in. Rather right. than rather than opening it up to say, hey, wherever uh, this may be relevant, show me. What it does is instead says this is the only areas you should show me in, hmm. and so it really accomplishes the opposite of what you want it to. Nice, good. Okay. All right, keep okay. rocking and rolling. This is good. All By right. the way, commercial break. Just in case anybody's new to the call, um, we are uh, in this session. We're talking about building your oil well. Uh, and in this case, we're talking about digital marketing or online marketing through SEO. And we've just covered this Google My Business concept. And Darren's given away some great tips, uh, Darren uh, Swain with Advantage Attorney. And uh, they, they obviously can do this for you, but he's going through this so you understand what to do. And a couple of the members have already uh, gotten tips that they're taking action on immediately because uh, they weren't doing it that way. Okay. Get at least 10 five-star reviews. Yeah, the reviews are, are, it's not a big, as big of a ranking factor as people think it is, but it is a ranking factor. Mm -hmm. And if uh, your competitors have 50 reviews, then 10 is not enough. Uh, mm. Because if that's the only thing that's separating you from the number one spot, uh, you know, that's holding you back. So you, you, you always need to be building up those reviews because your competitors are building reviews. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just get as many as you can, but try to start with at least 10. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So how many reviews should you have one more than your competitor? <laughs> right. You don't, you, you, you know, I, I don't have to outrun. I don't have to outrun the bear. I only have to outrun you. That's right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Good. Okay. All right, so bonus section. Bonus section, okay. So um, these are not necessarily ranking factors, but it's how to get the most out of your out of your GMB. Um, GMB, you can post, you can create posts, micro posts is basically what they are, mm -hmm. and post them on there. These can be offers. You can be, you know, say for a limited time, we're offering this uh, at a certain price, or or we're offering a certain service, it's a great place to advertise those things for free. You just create a little post, it's about 300 words, put it on there with an image and uh, people will see it and click on it. Um, it can be also syndicated content. And this is what we do for most of our clients is we take the content that we're creating on your website and then we syndicate it out to your GMB accounts so that it, it uh, it gets seen by more eyes. Um, so people that see that, they actually, uh, if they click on it, it takes them to your site. So it's another method of driving traffic back to your site. Uh, and of course, using local references does help with your local search results. Hmm. Um, and this is kind of one that, that, that when we get into the Google stack, it's really more complicated than what we can really cover here. But uh, Google stack, Google loves itself. It's very narcissistic. So um, uh, there's tons of Google properties and they're all available publicly. So what that means is you can make them public facing or private. If you make them public facing and you have 
embedded URLs in there, then all those URLs are crawlable. And mm. not only are they crawlable, but they're cr they're crawling from the highest domain authority that there is. Mm. So it's adding authority to your site by creating things like uh, public publicly available um, Google Sheets, Google Docs, with your URLs embedded in those Docs. Um, and as you know, if if they're as long as you're searchable, they're going to get found. They get crawled. They get indexed. And uh, that helps you uh, with your SEO for your site and uh, for your GMB listing as well. Suffice it to say, there's a lot that goes into managing GMB correctly. Um, and Google, if there's one thing consistent about Google, it's its inconsistency or it's a desire to change. And so, um, you know, if you're going to do this right, not only does it have to be set up correctly, but then it has to be maintained on an ongoing basis, right? Right. So. It's, it's really not a set it and forget it kind of thing. You yeah. have to keep you have to keep working it um, because your seventy to eighty percent of your business, uh, certainly of your calls, are going to come from your GMB listing, mm -hmm. and your competitors want that business too. And so they're constantly out there trying to one up you on this. Mm -hmm. And so GMB is not something you want to rest on your laurels uh, with just because you're number one today doesn't mean you're going to be number one tomorrow. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I, I count it as the so when somebody say, what should I do online? Um, my, I say, first master GMB, uh, then uh, maybe we can look at pay-per-click and SEO, but like, I want you to get GMB right first because it is such a valuable asset get, if you get it done right. Uh, this is the new yellow pages. There are no yellow pages. At, well, there are yellow pages, but like this is the new yellow pages, right? So um, Zoe asked, uh, is it possible? I don't know if we get to have time to go into the specific of, and maybe she can talk to you offline, but is it possible to delete old photos attached to the Google listing? Uh, yeah, you can go in and manage those photos. Uh, but the thing with Google is once, once it's out there, it's really tough to get rid of. So the easier way to do that, if you go in there, you try to delete it and you're fine. They keep, uh, they keep showing up. Then um, the way you, you get rid of them is you bury them. So you, you simply you add a bunch more photos and bury them more so that nobody sees them. That's, yeah. that's usually, yeah. and that's same with bad reviews too. Uh, you can never really get rid of them, but if you got a bad review, uh, you just bury them with good reviews and then it just doesn't matter anymore. Good. Uh, Ann was asking, uh, if you share your address, this might come under the myths. If I'm in a, if I'm in an address with a multiple other businesses, uh, or other firms, even, um, will I get dinged? Um, no. and no, okay. No, you can have multiple businesses run out of the same address. In fact, our main offices probably has six or seven different businesses in there, um, uh, three of which I own and three of which the, the law firm owns. And um, it's, you, you know, there's- you all, uh, you all stand on your own on GM. We all stand on it. We all stand on our own. As long as, uh, as long as it's legitimately a separate entity, then, then you can share addresses. It needs to have a separate phone number, uh, that kind of thing, but a uh, separate site that, you know, but as long as it's got those things, then it's not a problem. Got it. Got it. Good. All right, let's keep going. Okay. So the next thing, create local listings. Um, we already talked about this listings, citations, directories. They're all the same. 
um, you want to complete. Let, let's check through the, just check through the list here. Cause I want to get to the, your myths. So you got about 20 minutes okay. left and we've covered this a little bit at the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you're going to do this, obviously you, you, you need to do all of these steps, but here's the reality, uh, Darren, uh, most firms aren't going to do this no. uh, on their own. Um, if they, I know firms who are very, very, very good at like, like really love SEO. And, and I, I know firms who have invested a half a million dollars a year in managing their own SEO. And, and it, this was just too much for them to do because it just be, it just, it's just tedious and it happens. It's always changing. It needs constant attention. And I've had firms say they get it wrong. And it's just, it's not what you do. This is one of those things you don't want to do on your own. You want to have somebody else do for you. So create local listings or citations. Yeah. He's giving you the step-by-step -step. check the listing day, complete the profile, include your unique description, start with the high value citations. Don't forget the data, data aggregators, blah, blah, blah. Here's my advice. Don't do it. Like, don't try <laughs> it's to not do worth it. it. It's not worth it. Not it, worth it. You cannot build the same number of citations that we build for you. Our, the no average way. client for us gets thirty to 50,000 citations per year. Um, it, the amount of labor that you would spend building that many citations is just, um, it's, it would just be prohibitive. It, it's, yeah. it's cheaper to pay me to do it. <laughs> no, it is. I, I completely, absolutely promise you, I don't care how you try to figure out how to do this on your own. You will not do it as cost-effective as having another firm do it for you. It, and the thing is, if you want your GMB to rank, getting citations built uh, properly uh, with the right proper companies and using a proper system for it and keeping up with all the changes that happen is likely one of the most important things you will do to let Google know that you are a local business and have them rank you. That, is that a fair statement? That's very fair. Yeah. Yeah. So look, all this other stuff about Google, my business is great, but you should absolutely be having somebody do this for you who, and give, who is giving you, you know, evidence by your ranking, if nothing else, that they're actually doing the labor. Uh, to, cause, cause I, unfortunately I know some companies who say they manage it. And then when you ask them about citation building, they, really can't answer their questions. And so, and then they wonder why their Google My Business isn't really ranking. The, the secret is in the citations. I mean, not the secret, but one of the hardworking labor forces is in the citations. And there's no other way to do it than manual, good old fashioned work and systemization. And so don't even try to do it on your own. Let's, let's keep going with the myths. They, they just need to hire a firm to do that for them. Okay. So what about these social media profiles? Social media profiles, it's kind of the same. Build your social media profiles, make sure they're accurate. Uh, make sure they link back to your site. You'd be surprised how many of them don't have a link back to your website. Um, and then you want to syndicate content to it uh, whenever possible. So um, here's a secret. Everybody says, I hate, I hate doing social media. It's not worth it. Uh, and, and I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, doing, doing social media, uh, doing just branded posts and things like that, waste of time, waste of money don't do it. But what is good is building authority and getting links out there and getting stuff that people may click on. So syndicate out your own content and it's, it costs you nothing to syndicate. Yeah. And so, so that's, what's really interesting. They're like, Oh, I don't want to be on TikTok. Well, you probably shouldn't be on TikTok. 
but I like, certainly should not be on TikTok. But, uh, <laughs> but your but your firm should absolutely have a listing on TikTok and should have content being driven to it so that it gets links back. So Google, this is how Google understands you're real, right? Right. And so it, it you Google's not a human being. It 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 only can see what you show it. And so you've got and look look I mean look did you who knew there was a social media site called Soup? Right. I mean, seriously, I didn't. Maybe people do. I don't know. But like I didn't. So like my point is there's all these social media sites you don't know about. And oh, by the way, more are created all the time. And every one of them requires you to make sure you have a, a, a feed or I mean, a listing uh, or a profile. Uh, every one of them wants to make sure you have your website link, the proper link back to the page on the site that you want it to have. Everybody needs to make sure you're posting syndicated content where it's feasible to these sites. And, and, and drawing traffic and putting all this stuff in front of more eyes because that's what Google believes is real. This is the virtual world that Google lives in. They, they, they don't judge you by who you are as a person. They judge you by who you are digitally as a link, as, yeah. a, as a social, right? That's, that's the reality. I mean, it's sad, but it's true. Right. And so, yeah, and just getting out there, it's just casting a wider net too. You, you never know who's going to get in there. And if you can syndicate to these platforms for free uh, without any effort, it's all automated. Uh, why not do it? Correct. You know? Yeah. So, okay. Good. Uh, so, okay. So the on-page optimizations, this gets a lot more technical, Rich. And I don't know if we really want to dive into this, but. Well, just talk about the bonuses. Okay, so let's let's go in the bonuses. So all, all the other stuff is like literally, you know. So just so you know, you got your landing page for each location, your GMB landing page for multiple locations. Your key, make sure your keywords are in there. Variations of of uh, keywords and locations to make sure you're breaking up, and it's not just the same bolt list of services with links to content, location with keywords and image, you know, alt tags, embedded YouTube videos. Google Maps, phone numbers, address. So like, you know, all it's not as technical as it is, but man, that's a lot of work. And it's a lot of work to make sure it's there and it's working and it's refreshed and all that stuff. But in the bonus, I love these bonus ideas that you've got, uh, include driving directions from two or three routes. Talk about that. Yeah, well, again, you know, this is all about building relevance. Uh, that's what's on on page is all about. So by having those directions in there, building the relevance there, Google sees that, Google likes it. Um, it it is it's relevant and it's making it's creating a better uh, user experience, uh, which is another thing that Google has really getting into lately. So, including those driving directions uh, is 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 important. Um, now linking out to like say local attractions, these this is how you build relevance. And again, you know you can link to some scenic route that's out there. You know while you're while you're here, go and see the historic courthouse that's next door. You know whatever it is, those are the kinds of things that you can link to that really can build relevancy uh, and help in, in, improve the user experience. Um, and then you want to link out to your authority sites, the sites that set you up as an authority. So you're going to link out to uh, your OVO profile, your Better Business profile. You know, your um, it, it really could be uh, it could be anything here, but uh, you you want to link link out to stuff that sets you up as a profile or as a as a authority and that has. Um, 
uh, that makes you look good. So if your OVO score is a 6.2, probably don't want to link to that one. Um, but if your OVO score is a, a 10, then that's a good one to link to. Uh, good. So we got some questions about this. Uh, how do you go about doing those links? I, I, I would say, let me put that in the parking lot. I don't know that we have too much time to go into the how to um, make the links to other attractions. Um, I hate to be crass, but one, you can schedule a call with Darren and he'll probably tell you how to do it. Two, uh, you could Google it. <laughs> Sorry, that was an unfair joke. Uh, but there was a question about what do you mean about link uh, Google Sheets to GMB? I didn't see that in here. That was, uh, that was in the uh, Google stack. Okay, so, it, so you can literally link your Google Sheets to your GMB page? Well, yeah, what you actually do is there's a, there's a couple different ways to do it. Um, and a lot of people don't know this, but you can embed things in Google Sheets and most of the Google properties. So uh, you can embed your map there. You can take the link. There's the, the link that displays in that address bar, right? So you can take that link that displays in your address bar of your GMB, your public facing GMB profile, and you can put that into a Google Sheet. and the way that that adds value is if it has, say, uh, you know, a list of all of your locations in there, mm -hmm. or or maybe it's in there with a list of other addresses or something that something that would add value to uh, to the user. And so when Google sees that, maybe it's in there with a list of courthouses and uh, stuff like so, that. So the point is, this one particular thing isn't going to make all the difference in the world no. when it comes to the stack. This is. You, you know, it's getting more and more competitive. So there's, there's these free properties that, that Google has that you can go out and use and you can cross embed links and Google sees all that stuff. And they, they know when you're utilizing their, them. And so it's not a high, I don't know, uh, the quality of high value isn't as high as it, but it's when you're in a competitive market, you need to do everything you possibly can to make sure you're linking back and forth between your Google GMB listing and your other free Google properties like Sheets or Docs or whatever. And it's literally a sheet or a doc that's sitting there that has a link from one to the other. And it Google sees that, you know, your, your, it sees these two things together. Google sees everything, right? Right. Um, so they're, they're fully omnipresent and transparent with what's happening uh, on the internet. So uh, let's keep going. Oh, yeah. Anybody that wants the information on that, you can email me or, or just give me a call. I'll, I'll send you out the full instructions. We have a whole SOP on it that'll tell you step-by-step -step how to oh, do it. Oh, nice. What's your, uh, what's your email address so I can make sure they have it? It's dswain, and it's the longest URL ever. So it's dswayne at advantageattorneymarketing.com. Couldn't find a longer one, so you went with that, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was the longest one we could fit on the business card. Nice, good. Yeah. All right, keep rocking and rolling. We got about 10 minutes left, 12 minutes left. All right, well, let's get through the SEO myths then. So, um, okay, so these are- This is the one I was thinking about. So this is a myth, huh? Yeah, so it, it's, it's kind of a myth. Um, it's greatly exaggerated. It, the, um, it's really, it's perpetuated mostly by people who were trying to sell you something. Huh. This is why you always have to be careful of people who are selling you something because mm. they are in it for themselves. Mm. See, like Yext and Yodel and Bright Local and there's a million different services that do this kind of stuff. They list this stuff. 
But if you look at the individual things, the things that they say they're, that are important, there's another one, sign up and a couple other big ones, but they all have different ones that they say, these are the most important citations. Well, if they were the most important, wouldn't they be the same in each one of these services? Right. And they're not. Mm. And, and, you know, some of them have a hundred of them. Some of them have 50 of them. Some of oh, them have, they all know, have their, they have all of their opinion on what's the most important. Right. And it's all just a sales technique. And, and so it's, it's really, it's really not, it's really not true as far as the everything matching uh, goes. Uh, that is that is something they they do with the nap and they say oh your nap doesn't match which is the name address phone number um and google doesn't really care what google looks at is are your all your phone numbers that you're using listed in your gmb profile oh interesting so as long as google can see them there now these services only see the primary phone number mm. right mm. so the the primary phone number if that's listed but that's different than what you have in your citation because you created the citation years ago when mm -hmm. you had your 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 firm's phone number in there then that number um you know that would show up as a nap error in their system but it's not truly a nap error so a lot of this stuff is exaggerated it's it's really just meant to sell you something even the fact that when they say that they can suppress duplicates um well, they're really, they're not getting rid of the duplicates. The duplicates are still there. They're just suppressing it in their system. So you don't see the duplicates. <laughs> they suppressed so, it. Yeah, they suppressed it. They it's, suppressed it's not there anymore. They didn't but, lie. They suppressed it. They yeah. just suppressed it in their system. Exactly. So, <laughs> That's great. So that is, that is uh, now you don't want to be crazy. If you moved, you want to get these things updated. Some of them can't be updated. Uh, you know, some of them, once you once you create the listing you can't there's nothing you can do about it you can't go in and edit it you you know uh, uh, it, with all the hundreds and thousands of directories out there it's just it just becomes impossible yeah. so you know you have to create new listings and do some other stuff but again this is not something for the faint of heart um it's not something the average person should be tackling on their own yep. but it's not something that you should just turn over to yext and think you're good Yep. Because Yext only has a limited influence. Uh, all those services only have limited influence. This stuff should be done manually and, uh, and you know, methodically and grown over time. Good. All right, yeah. next. Uh, I need okay. long-term content, 2,000 words or more. Yeah, that's what's being told out there right now. That's for sure. Absolutely not true. Yeah. Um, oops. Uh, didn't want to do that. Let's go back. Um, okay. So, um this this is actually stems from a couple different surveys of people services that were googling different things and they said well you know this all these top ranking ones always have 10,000 words or more or mm. 2,000 words or more mm. well again this is one of those things where depending on which survey you read there's a different word count got it it's not done using a scientific method it's just done by by basically searching and surveying um John Mueller, who is the head of search at Google, says length of content is not a ranking factor. And that's why I put in there, Google something like black wool socks and see what comes up first. You're not going to get a 10,000 word document on the top listing for black wool socks. <laughs> You're going to get, it's a black wool sock, <laughs> you know? Um, 
and there might be 100, 200 words on the entire page for the number one ranking. It's just not a it's just not a ranking factor. Mm -hmm. That is a that is a complete myth. But what is required is that you have uh, that you adequately cover the subject matter. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really the most that's really the most important thing. There. Got it. So uh, how long should it be? As long as it needs to be to cover the as subject. long as it needs to be to cover the subject matter. And again, you're outrunning. I'm outrunning you, not the not the bear. So you have to look at your competitors and you have to see what they're putting on their page mm -hmm. and make sure that you've included all the content that they have and a little bit more. Got it. Okay. It's, it will never end. It never ends. Number three, keywords matter more than anything. Um, well, keywords are important, but they're not the most important. Mm -hmm. So keywords, uh, you, you got to have them. Um, but really what Google's gotten into now and is, and is going more and more in this direction is just natural language searches. So what do people search for? How do I create a will? Mm -hmm. How do I file bankruptcy? Right. Those are natural language. Do I searches. qualify for a chapter seven? Can Do my wife take? Can, I, can my wife take my kids? How long will I go to jail for a DUI? Right. Right. Yeah. Those yeah. are the things that Google likes, and that's that's. Uh, by the way, I didn't working. know how to Google all those things because I have Googled all those things. I'm just saying that would be logical. Sure, Rich. Uh -huh. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, so um, you know, generally, you're going to stick with you're going to go with uh, longer form, longer tail words now, um, rather than just simple keyword stuff. Okay, got it. Good. All um, right. Myth number four: okay. get penalized for duplicate content. So you have the same content that you're that somebody else has on the other side of the country because there's only so many ways to tell the story about Chapter Seven bankruptcy. Right. Okay. If it's exactly the same content, then what's going to happen is uh, if basically the first person to rank is going to be the person who always ranks for that content, hmm. for the exact same content. So mm -hmm. if you copy somebody else's page, you don't get penalized, you don't get delisted. What happens is you just don't rank for it hmm. because Google doesn't want to have multiple things ranking for exactly the same content. Mm -hmm. But similar content is not duplicate content. So it can be 70, even 80% similar to it. It can have the same kinds of things in there because you're right, there's only so many things you can say in so many ways you can you can say chapter seven bankruptcy. I'm assuming though you, you have software or something that you can go in and identify on people's sites, how much of their site is duplicate content and needs to be changed. Yes, but you have to be careful with that stuff too because that is another sales technique. Mm. Um, people will say, Hey, you've got all this duplicate content on your site and it's not actually duplicate content. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, so you can actually figure that out. Yeah. 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 There's all sorts of different, uh, services out there. You can use Copyscape. Copyscape has a service that you can actually crawl everybody else's sites with, and you can see what's duplicate to your content. And, mm. you know, you can do all sorts of things like that. Um, but again, you know, when you're talking about legal concepts, most of them are going to be very similar. They're going to have similar ideas, mm -hmm. uh, especially if it's in the same state, they're going to have similar citations and, and different things like that. So it's, it's really hard not for it to be at least somewhat duplicate, uh, to yeah. everybody else's content, which is why we, which is why we want it to be conversational if we can, as well as having the right mix of keywords. So having the, having a good writer who understands how to write according to Google's current wills and whims and desires is important. Right. Marketing is all about speaking to somebody. 
yep. you know, or speaking with somebody, not to somebody. So right. that, speaking that, with somebody. So yeah. being on the same page as them. Okay, great. Next. Okay. Uh, search volume from services like SEM Rush and Ahrefs is accurate. Um, really, it's not. Uh, it's really only accurate for Google Ads. The reason is Google does not release any search data for organic search. Um, so the example I put in here is, um, you know, search for estate planning attorney in North Carolina, and then check that in um, in SEM Rush. What's the search volume for it? Zero. Well, certainly somebody is searching for estate planning attorney in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. Um, but it's going to show zero because Google doesn't track it. It's not one of the it's not one of the things that it thinks is important enough to to maintain data on. No kidding. Yeah. So it, you it's not it's not accurate. Um, it's at best and you know it's it's good for AdWords because it'll show you what's actually going on with AdWords. Like if I did it in the search volume for a state planning attorney in Charlotte, North Carolina, came up zero. I might think twice before doing uh before doing ppc for estate planning right but i'm not going to think twice about doing it organically mm -hmm. because organically people are searching for that term right um and yeah, by, by the way there's there's literally only one ad for, so somebody everybody else seems to have figured that out uh, yeah, there's only one ad what, that poor schmuck that's out there spending thousands of dollars on his, <laughs> his GMB and getting nothing out of it. So I, I would click on it, but I don't want to cost them 20 bucks. So <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, I'm curious who it is, but I'm not going to click on it. All right. That's good. Uh, so, you know, as you're as you're looking at these different reporting features, I just identify what keywords are. You got to understand what the purpose is and and what Google's view it is on it. I, I get it. That's really great information. Yeah. I love that we're doing this because. You know this stuff does change. We we really should have this conf conversation every year, Darren, because like these things change all the time. And so uh, I, this is this has been great. Do you have another myth? Uh, let's see here. I do. I think we went through all that stuff. Oh, one of one of the important things here is any data you do get from uh, from uh, these services, it, the organic data is going to be at least ten times whatever it says in there for. Um, well, that's a good, uh, that's it. a good, good rule of thumb. So whatever you see for paid, you can assume it's about a 10 time multiple for organic. About a uh, 10 time multiple. Yeah. For it. And, and certainly if they're looking at traffic on those reports, the traffic is not going to be anywhere near because there, the traffic is just an estimation based on the number of clicks that those words get and where you rank for it. It it's, it's definitely not a hard, fast thing. So got it. Uh, so, and so this next myth is again, the salespeople that are out there saying, Hey, I just ran your website through SEM rush or a refs. And, uh, you've got a bunch of stuff that's wrong with your site. Right. These things are, uh, first of all, in the hands of a novice, they're almost worthless. Mm. So they have to be configured. They have to be configured properly. Uh, and, you know, some people will actually intentionally manipulate these or not configure them properly just so that it makes it look worse when they're out there doing these sales pitches. One thing that happens with uh, any CMS, but especially with WordPress, is you'll see all these duplicate content errors. So you get all this stuff and it says duplicate content all over the place. Your whole site is full of duplicate content. 
and that you know then they send that out and they get everybody worked up about it because my my score on the on the SEM rush thing was a 42 you know why isn't it a 99 or 100 right mm -hmm. um and the reason for that is category pages so category pages uh like let's say if you have uh a thousand articles and 400 of those articles are in the same category and uh that you you only get uh four or you only get 10 articles per page on a category page right so you're looking at uh at at roughly you know 400 category pages or 40 category pages sorry and so all of those category pages will show up in these reports as duplicate content mm. that it's just it's just not and it's if it was properly configured that would not show up Got but it. that's that's just one of those little things that these salespeople do and that's where this myth came came from and um and it's it's just wrong so cool Okay, I know we got coming to the end. A couple people have to jump. We got one more myth here, another myth here. SEO is dead. Uh, I'm not going to work putting all my money into Google. Bottom line is SEO is 10 times the ROI of paid traffic. You can get more traffic, uh, targeted traffic using SEO. You have more control over SEO. Paid traffic is getting more and more expensive and less and less effective. And the SEO is more important than ever. And, and I agree with you. And, and like I, I've, I've invested a couple hundred thousand dollars in paid traffic and we can't get it to work no matter what we do, uh, but SEO does work. And so SEO is going, it has been around as long as the internet's been around and it's gonna stay around for as long as the internet's around. And I don't see the internet going anywhere anytime soon. And, and having SEO so that you can have a good, robust system of attracting searchers to your site uh, and having a partner who's going to ensure that you're always staying up to date with the um, rules of engagement for Google and other online digital marketing companies that require those rules to be followed uh, is, is vital. And so uh, SEO is not dead. SEO is very much alive and is essential to ensure that you don't you don't have to get stay ahead of the bear you just got to stay ahead of your competition is that a fair statement that is a fair statement good all right how do you want people to reach out to you darren if they want to learn more okay the the easiest way to to get me uh if if you're a current client you already have my cell phone i get my cell phone number to all of our current clients um if you're not a current client, you can get me just by going to our website, click the schedule a call button that schedules it with me. We can do a zoom and we can uh, see Charles leaving us there. Um, yep. Uh, no, Zoe's, <laughs> Zoe's got to jump. That's all right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, that is, that's the easiest way to get me. Uh, I will always answer your questions. There's no charge for it. And I'm the world's worst salesman. So I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, be the best part about who you are is that uh, you just tell them how it is. The other thing I would tell you folks from a, um, you know, just a, a third party endorsement, you know, uh, yeah, I get it, Charles, your work day is over. Uh, anyway, the, the, uh, what happens here with Darren is he doesn't, he doesn't say yes to everybody. So um, he's careful with who he brings on as clients and he monitors his capacity to make sure that he can serve every client well. Um, so, uh, I appreciate that about him, Darren. I think this information was fantastic. I think it was necessary. Uh, uh, if 
people are ignoring this in their practice. They're crazy if they're being sold by some of the uh, tricksters out there that are using some of the erroneous data to sell them into services that are just not going to be effective. Uh, that's a mistake. Um, and if they're trying to do it on their own, they're just going to get their lunch handed to them. So um, I, I really think that uh, they need to use an in-house expert and, and I choose you. So I think they should use you too, but we'll let them decide that for today. I, I think you, I thank you for providing the information coming on here and giving them what it is that they need to understand how to at least have an informed decision when they're figuring out how they're going to manage their online digital marketing through SEO and build that oil well. So thank right. you so much. No problem. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate your time. Yep, Thanks absolutely. I think it was a great call, man. Appreciate you. Everybody, uh, if you're on the call listening to your podcast or YouTube, you know, obviously you want to go ahead and like and and uh, and whatever else you're supposed to do, subscribe uh, and follow uh, whatever medium that you're on. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to be able to share more of these episodes with you and make sure that you know that they're out there. Uh, I'm Richard James, and I hope you enjoyed this session, helping you build your practice better. Uh, one, let's say, marketing oil well at a time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you learned something about a system that you could put into your law firm so you can build that law firm that supports your lifestyle rather than undermine your lifestyle. I hope that you feel like you're part of our community we call Entrepreneurial Attorney Nation. If you'd like to learn more about what we do around here, the best way to get started is to go ahead and go to our website, therichardjames.com. That's therichardjames.com and request a free copy of one of our books so that you can take the next step in learning how we can help you build your practice better one system at a time.